Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From props to parlays to totals and spreads. It's time for Odds and End Zones, a feature of the Fans First Sports Network. It's time to sweat it out. Here's your hosts, Ian St. Clair and Adam Malnati. Well, Ian, it finally happened. Finally, after 16 finally. tries. That's right. Apparently, 17th time is the charm. That's the trick. The Denver Broncos have defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. I I was starting to feel as if I would never be able to say that, but it raises a really interesting question, especially based on the the things that have happened today, the day we are recording, and we'll get into that here in a minute. But is this actually a good thing? Is this truly a positive outcome? Yes, winning is always good, and I know there's going to be people who are listening that get mad and go, oh, of course, it's a, you always want to win. I, do, 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 do. I get all that. I'm, I, yes, winning is good. Winning is grand. Winning is, is enjoyable. But for this iteration of the Denver Broncos, is beating the Kansas City Chiefs really what they needed? Before we started recording, I told you my answer was, that remains to be seen. And I still think that, but having time to digest it and think about it and think about where this franchise has been for the last seven years, unequivocally, yes, because it tells the players that Sean Payton is the right head coach, that what he has been saying since he was traded to become the next head coach of the Broncos in January 
is right. That he's the right man for the job. That he's the one to get this franchise out of the abyss that it has been in. And I think all credit goes to Sean Payton for this. Because he did something in two games that has not been done for this franchise since week two of 2015. All of the credit for this goes to Sean Payton. He put the players in the position to have the success. He hired the coaching staff that allowed this to happen. He believed in Vance Joseph when nobody else did, especially after that 70-point debacle to the Dolphins. So, yes, unequivocally, remains to be seen. So I'm kind of straddling the fence, but I'm on yes, unequivocally. You just beat your rival for the first time in 16 games. You beat Patrick Mahomes for the first time. And you you basically owned Patrick Mahomes. Like, that was the worst that he's looked maybe since the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. So this shows them how to win. They beat a really, really good team. This gives them the belief that they're on the right path. I think Javante Williams got a little bit carried away, but that's what this win does. So, yes, it is a good thing. Yeah, the the glimmer of hope, the the ray of sunshine, the just the the positive feeling that you get from the it is it's a finally moment it's a finally moment for us where as fans we can kind of exhale and go okay we don't have to sit here and talk about how well we haven't beat uh, my favorite team hasn't beat their biggest or one of their biggest rivals in in seven years I don't have to say that anymore and it makes me happy now there are some other streaks that need to be dealt with Uh, obviously as we look forward the uh, the the streak of losing to the Raiders got to end, but that's something that if you would have asked me last week before this game if that was possible, I would have said, well, you know, see. Now I think it's much more possible. I think you bring up a really good point about Vance Joseph. You and I, to be fair, definitely to be fair, to be fair definitely were on the please get rid of Vance Joseph train i was i was driving it i was i was shoveling i was coal, right there with you shoveling coal into the engine like some sort of steam engine from the early uh 1900s or something and back now, to the future three. Oh yeah and <laughs> and now here we are like oh, i think he's i think maybe they got it figured out maybe now i'm not i'm not fully on board either i still look at this and wonder if at the end of all of this, the Denver Broncos missed the playoffs. Is it worth it to have missed the playoffs? Not end up with a very high, like let's, let's say they go on a bit of a run, but not the run we need, right? As a, as a, as a fan base, we're all thinking, well, then this has to result in the playoffs. What did we say before? If they're going to win, they better win every single game the rest of the way. And then they lost to the chiefs when we first started saying it, but then they beat the Packers and then they beat the chiefs. I look at that and I go, well, I, I don't I don't expect them to go undefeated, but they certainly should walk out on the field with a lot of belief about what they can and can't accomplish. 
which is why Javante Williams got a little carried away and was like, we're going to, I, I, I'll tell you a little story. I had a, uh, I work with a guy who's a big bears fan and he and I talk football all the time, fantasy football, whatever. He comes walking into my classroom before school starts on Monday morning. And he goes, huh? And I just shouted at him, Super Bowl. So I understand Javante Williams elation and his perhaps over exuberance. We all know that's not where this is headed, but this is a team that proved they can compete at the with a team that has a quarterback that has the flu I don't I mean I didn't want to bring that up but also you do have to beat the team in front of you they they proved that it's possible doesn't matter whether or not Patrick Mahomes was sick or not or whatever they proved it was possible they found some success and I, I was really pleased with all of that and so watching that game even towards the end it was there's still too much time there's still too much time there's still too much time and now it's like, oh, uh, yeah, this is – I'm happy with where we're at here because they won. The Cortland Sutton touchdown sort of put it away. Everybody exhale. Everybody take a breather. Everybody recognize that we're good to go. You mentioned the playoffs. They currently sit at three and five. They have nine games remaining. There are two games left on the schedule – that I would classify as more than likely they're not going to win at the bills at the lions that leaves seven games that are absolutely winnable for this football team against the Vikings, the Browns, the Texans, the chargers, the Patriots, the chargers again, and the Raiders. The Broncos can absolutely win all of those games and go seven and two over the remainder of their games and finish 10 and seven. Ooh. That gets you into the playoffs. I have no doubt in my mind out of the remaining set nine games they have on the schedule, they can win seven of them. Oh, here we go. I'm pulling up the schedule. I mean, and stadium. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Buffalo. If they have the defensive game plan that they used against Patrick Mahomes, you absolutely can beat Josh Allen because he's Jeff George. If you that. pressure Josh Allen, he will commit turnovers. That's what he does. I love your hatred of him. You're, you're absolutely right. This I'm looking at the schedule. You, you brought up the schedule. I didn't have it up, but I, I'm looking at it now. Um, I don't know that I'm with you on their ability. And really the only reason I look at that game in Buffalo is and say, it's not even a possibility is because I know that the Denver Broncos do not travel back East. Well, um, and playing in Buffalo is difficult. Now I will say this, the saving grace for them is that it's a Monday night game. It's a primetime game, meaning, and I know this sounds weird, meaning that it's not that early Sunday what to the Denver Broncos system is 10 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock in the morning, I think is, is, is correct. Yeah. The 11 o'clock game that messes with your body. That's really hard for West coast teams and Western teams to deal with. So this is something where they, they might, they might not have the same. It's not really jet lag. I don't even know what to call it. It's this like, you know, every Western. Malay. 
what is it like a time change uh i don't know they're just tired they're just tired it's a malaise and the other thing that pays the other the other thing that helps them is they're coming off the buy so you have time to prepare i trust sean payton after a buy so i do like that and and so you're you're right if we look at the schedule moving forward and you just go okay broncos bills call it a loss just to be just to be conservative the vikings just lost kirk cousins I believe they just traded for Josh Dobbs of Arizona. Does that does that make you go, oh, no, it it should if you're in Minnesota, I suppose. But that's another primetime game at home. That's winnable. The Browns, meh. The Texans, that should be a win. The Chargers are going to Charger. Lions will be tough. They should beat the Patriots on Christmas Eve as an early Christmas present for us all. The Chargers are going to Charger. And then they should be through. You're absolutely right. Seven and two is not out of the realm of possibility moving forward. Would I put money on it? You could. I I haven't looked at DraftKings to see what the current odds for the playoffs are. But if I'm a trader and an analyst looking at this, I see that too. And I see the way they played against the Chiefs and the spark and the momentum that that's going to give this team and the buy-in that it's going to give them that, hey, Sean Payton and this staff know what they're talking about. Let's do it. So I'm agreeing with you on the Bills, but I something tells me that this win against the Chiefs is going to spark something. I'm pulling but up we'll Draft see. King. And I DraftKings right now. I I just that win against the Chiefs is momentous, and. It was fun again. The Broncos were fun again to see that stadium rocking like it hasn't since the championship game against the Patriots. It, it, it was it was a new it was a new old experience. So I just I just got to the Denver Broncos odds to make the playoffs. I don't know what they were before this. They currently sit at plus not good. They they currently sit at plus eight hundred, which is. Which is bad, and I think based and that's off incredibly what, valuable. What we're look exactly what we're looking at here, and if we want to be a betting show like we we sometimes are want to do, I, I'm I'm going ahead and and I'm putting five dollars. In fact, I have a uh, a five dollars no sweat for bonus bet that is now on the Denver Broncos to make the playoffs. Not because I a hundred percent believe that they will, but the value in that bet, looking at their schedule moving forward and seeing what they've shown us really quite frankly, over the course of the last three weeks, that first game against the chiefs in Kansas city should have been an indicator of what they could accomplish. Obviously the failure against the jets is an issue. Uh, Beating the bears doesn't stand out as all that big a deal. The fear is that the defense can always revert back to what they were against Miami, although Miami is an incredibly powerful offensive team, and Mike McDaniel is the funniest guy in the NFL. But just like we said, going through the schedule, it's hard not to look at that and go, this is a team that, that as poorly as they started, has a chance to go on a run and, and get that done. And so... Beating the Chiefs gives us hope. Is it false hope? I don't know. I don't and that's have an the answer. rub. That that's the rub. That's why I said time will tell. I mean, I I'm still a Broncos fan who lived through the last seven years. But I'm also 
back to where I was when they were going after a head coach and initially wanting Sean Payton. And this is the reason why. And I think this win over the Chiefs is a testament to that and that they're on the right path. And if he's able to somehow get this team into the playoffs, he has to be the coach of the year, especially after that week three debacle against the Dolphins. Which and I, I have think another that, futures bet on. <laughs> that was another, I, I think that was the bottom moment. Like, I, I, I think that's where it was like, it can't get any worse than this. And it hasn't. And they've slowly come back from it. So the next nine games are going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting. And I I don't know how it's going to play out. I'm excited to be excited again. I'm excited to be someone who actually has a little bit of hope and it's not false. There's still a there's still that rub that it could be, but they did something they have not done in seven years. You can't lose sight of that. It does. It does raise another question here, and it's it's one that has to do with the quarterback situation in Denver and Russell Wilson and his contract and just what exactly his future is in Denver because when he first arrived in Denver, obviously everyone was like, yes, this is great. We're all very excited except for maybe a couple of people who really just don't like Russ, I guess, whatever. And he does rub people the wrong way. He does come off as incredibly corny. He is for lack of a better term, just super annoying. Just, just is super annoying. But the question then he's becomes, cringe. He is. He's, he's cringe. That's what he is. But the question then becomes, if you're correct, let's say your your hypothesis is right, and they go 7-2 and two down the stretch, and they make the playoffs, and maybe they win a playoff game. I don't know if that's a possibility, but maybe they do. What does that mean for Russ's future in Denver? What does it mean for Russ and Sean Payton together as a tandem? Does that mean there's something to build on? Or are the Broncos still out looking for the quarterback of the future? Because in truth, the course of the last seven years has been the Broncos need quarterback of the future. It started with Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon and Drew Locke and Keith Casey, Keith Anasanam, whichever, whatever, however John always said it, but Case Keenum. And it was that Joe Flacco, Joe, Fl- Joe Flacco, Mark that, Sanchez, yes, Mark Sanchez, which whatever. I mean, so many names, so many names and none of them stuck. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy. Oh, good. Good old Teddy two gloves. What does it mean for Russell Wilson? What would it mean for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton together? And is the search still on? Is there still a carousel? Did the carousel that we got finally got rid of, did it just get, you know, shut down for a day or two to be fixed? And then, you know, the carnies will have it up and running again. Am I allowed to say that carnies? I can say that word, right? It was an Austin powers. Yeah. Austin powers, small hands, small hands. So uh, will the carnies have it up and running again? Will they after this season? Will we be looking at Sean Payton trying to find a quarterback that he likes better than Russ? Or will Russell Wilson continue to be the quarterback of the future, even if it is just the immediate future? So a couple things with Russ. Based on the stats, as is the case with any stats, which is why we're not stats guys, you can find a number that's going to support your narrative. He's thrown more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. Less interceptions. Take for that how you will. 
DVOA, not the best. Deep ball, I think has been great. I think the aspect that isn't getting talked about enough is his toughness, how he takes shots and just gets up. And he keeps plays alive. He had a couple of them against the Chiefs, especially in the second half. I think he's still getting comfortable with Sean Payton in this offense. And I think that's going to continue each week. He's only played eight games with Sean Payton. The familiarity and the comfort is going to continue to grow. His knowledge of the offense is going to get better. His comfort level with the offense is going to get better. So I think what we see now is not what we're going to see against the Bills. It's not what we're going to see at the end of the year against the Raiders. And then he's going to have another offseason to work with Sean Payton and Joe Lombardi. By that time, hopefully Tim Patrick is healthy, but that I don't want to go that far. But I think the next nine games, you're going to see Russ continue the trend that he and the Broncos have been on which is incrementally getting better. I like it. I like the I like the measured approach to that. I think that there's some logic to it, which I think is a, a difficult uh a difficult thing to hold on to when uh you get the emotional side of finally beating your rival and having that moment of of victory that we just haven't had the joy of experiencing for so long against a team that quite frankly is the class of the NFL over the course of the last 3 or 4 years. That just in general, right? And we've we we you and I, I think I can speak for you when I say this, have come around a lot on the way that we view the Kansas City Chiefs. We still can't stand them as a team. Obviously, it's it's a hated rivalry, all of those things. But I respect the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a, a phenomenal quarterback. I don't hate Andy Reid as much as I used to, as as much as I would like to. I'm I'm not someone who hates seeing Taylor Swift at a football game with Travis Kelsey. Like it doesn't bother me that much. It's it's my, my disdain for the chiefs is not as much about the players. It's just about the way that my team plays against them. And so this and their is, fans. I'm sorry. And their fans. Yes. And their fans. Thank you for reminding me of, of that. I think I was trying to be diplomatic there, but yeah, they suck. Um, <laughs> but it I is, think, it's it's Go like ahead. okay yeah this is this feels good as good as it feels a measured approach to the rest of the season and recognizing the possibilities of things like the playoffs are there but also a measured approach to the future of this team and what Russell Wilson can be under Sean Payton even if it wasn't immediate because it takes a while to learn a playbook and to get what you called that relationship right that rapport that's important. It's it's going to be, I think, a bumpier ride than any of us wanted. Here we are bumping through it. But you can feel the smoothness. And really, the the next offseason with Sean Payton's stamp once again on this franchise, hopefully fixing the offensive line a little bit more, bringing in another playmaker, uh, shoring up the back end of the defense, those kinds of things. Hopefully that takes place. But this season, you know, keep doing – good things and maybe we get to watch a little extra football at the end of the year. And this is foreign territory. 
I didn't think we would be having this discussion because leading into the Chiefs game, we wanted the Broncos to blow it up. Like we saw no shot of the Broncos beating the Chiefs. And I don't know if that was jadedness from the last seven years. Probably. Or not buying into the win over a bad Packers team. Probably. Probably. So I've come around. Like I didn't think this was possible. In the matter of a week, I've gone from wanting them to blow it up to now thinking, holy hell, they could go seven and two in their last nine games and actually make the playoffs. How the hell did that happen? It came out of nowhere. It just came absolutely out of nowhere in a good way, in a positive way, not like a fluky way. I think the the win against the Chiefs, people will point to the fact that Mahomes was sick as being a factor, and of course it was. There's no reason to deny that. But it's not a fluke the way that they won the last two games. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't perfect. But they were wins, and that's something that you can look at and say that's progress. There is progress because, quite frankly, last year they would have lost those two games. They would have found ways oh, to lose those two games without question. I mean, they lost when Patrick Mahomes went out of a game last year, and and who who was whoever the backup was it was like, wait, what's going on here? Why are we still playing like garbage? It wasn't because of Patrick Mahomes. It was because the team was garbage. This is different. This is a different team. They took advantage of a situation you wouldn't have seen that last year. This is something to hang your hat on. Um, we should still do a whip around the league, I think, even though the Broncos don't have a game. So no no need for a score prediction. I will point out, can I give you some props? I was looking through my, my notes here, and we did our predictions early on in the year, and you did have a bold prediction. That the ah, so they beat the Chiefs. Denver Broncos would beat the Chiefs. And so I walked it back a week ago. You did. But you know what? I'm, I'm still going to own it. I'm just going to ignore that you walked it back and uh, give you props for <laughs> having the gall and the balls and the and the ability to say it, even if you didn't fully hang on to it until the last opportunity. But no, here's your credit. Here's your props. You got your big, you know, your big prediction of the year came true. And I'm going to give you credit on that. So here you go. There's your credit. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Is there, there is a game that stands out to me, by the way, that I'm going to jump on right now. It's taking place in Germany, and it has to do with two teams that the Broncos know well, the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And this might be a game that I th – this is the most exciting game I've seen on a schedule in a long time. This game looks like it's going to be awesome. And it makes me wonder why it's not in London. Because the only team that plays in London is the Jaguars now. But all for it to be in Germany, this is a hell of a game. It would probably be the Sunday night game if it wasn't in Frankfurt. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense, but well, I, hope I would not. definitely bet the over in this game, whatever it is. It's an interesting one because the Chiefs actually lose out on a on a home game. And these are the kinds of games that I feel like the team that travels the best is going to have the most success. The team that, and what I mean by that is the team that does the the long distance travel and how long you stay in a place and whatnot. Like if I was the chiefs, I would have loaded up on a plane right after the Bronco game. And I would have just flown straight to Germany. That's what I would have done. I would have gone to DIA. I would have, I would have done whatever the, you know, people who think DIA is a, a part of a cult or whatever the, the conspiracy theories are. I would have handled all of that. I would have jumped on an international flight. I would have gone straight to Frankfurt. 
If I was the Dolphins, I'd have done the same thing. I'd have got done with that game. I'd have gone straight to Frankfurt. I'd be training in Germany right now. I don't know what they're doing, to be quite frank. I don't know. Oh, I get it, to be quite frank. Um, but that's what I would have done. And so this is a game where you're going to wake up on a Sunday morning. You're going to watch a game. And the team that travels the best has the fewest issues with jet lag and you know getting into your hotels and getting settled in and adjusting to the time the team that does the best at that is going to have the most success there are three other games three let's yeah three i think three is good okay a sunday night game bills Bengals. yes please the Bengals look like the team in the afc right now all of a sudden joe burrow is playing yeah cowboys eagles which is always a fun game. And then the other one where I don't necessarily think the home team is a surprise, but the road team potentially is Seahawks at Ravens. Ravens are not a surprise. John Harbaugh always has that team ready to go, but the Seahawks are now the top team in the NFC West because the 49ers have seemingly fell off a cliff the last three weeks. Crazy, crazy how they've disappeared. I, and I, I was talking to a, uh, some people today about it. Somebody was asking me about it. And I said, well, you know, they did they did go through a lull last season. In fact, they lost to the Denver they Broncos did. during that lull. I, re- I remember that. The question will be, is Brock Purdy capable of finding his form again? I know that there's some reports that he might be he may be concussed, that they may not have caught it. Um, there's something might something something else might be going on there. But. There are some there are some issues there that need to be attended to with the San Francisco 49ers, but to watch the Seahawks continue to compete and it's hard as a Bronco fan it's it's still hard because they got all our draft picks, but it, it, Geno Smith is is not anymore they don't yeah that's true not anymore but Geno Smith has been has been a, a solid quarterback not great but solid uh, you know they they have weapons Tyler Lockett DK Metcalf the run game is is pretty solid as well. The the defense continues to be good. Pete Carroll is another one of those coaches that I, I don't think it matters what you give him. He's going to make it work. You know, you give him the, the right talent in the right places. He's going to make it work. And so that doesn't necessarily surprise me that they're good. It, the surprise is really more the 49ers completely co- collapsing the last few weeks. But that does look like a fun game. Um, I will point out, just because we do have to talk about the AFC West, the Raiders play the Giants in Las Vegas. Nobody cares. The Chargers play the Jets on Monday night. Nobody cares. Um, I, I'm sure Chargers are going to Charger. They'll they'll have the opportunity. And anytime, anytime Josh McDaniels can look like a clown, he will. So that's always fun. Um, I, but yeah, those are those are pretty much the games to watch this week. Uh, I, I am I am going to say I'm curious to to see what the Vikings do. They traded for a new quarterback because Kirk Cousins has a blown up Achilles. So what are they going to It's going to be very interesting what happens in the NFC North now. I think the Lions are clearly going to run away with the division. And I think that Eagles-Cowboys game, I wouldn't count out the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts has not looked the way he did a year ago, and he's going against a defense that is going to torment the bejesus out of him that now he has weapons in Smith and AJ Brown and Deandre Swift at running back and a very good offensive line. 
I, I just think the Cowboy, I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting game. I'm never going to believe in Mike McCarthy ever. No, ew. But the talent on that Cowboys team could make up for it, especially defensively. So that's going to be a very, that's going to be a very interesting intradivisional game for the NFC East. And the Broncos can't lose this week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.